Welcome to a guide to better management. The subject of this guide is how to develop your own way of using your time more effectively. But before we start exploring that subject, let me just explain a little to you about neurolinguistic programming, the basic approach that we're looking at. Neurolinguistic programming, commonly known as NLP, is the study of excellence. It allows you to find out how people who are excellent unconsciously switch on their ability to perform well in any situation. NLP has gathered together all those different techniques that those people use and offers them to you, anybody, to use for themselves when they choose to. These techniques have been well tested. They're now being used by many people throughout the world and all those people seem to discover that it does make a significant difference for them. Certainly in the work that I do, there is much evidence from those people in the organisations I work with that it really does make a difference to how people perform in their everyday. What is reassuring about it is that it isn't a set of alien techniques. It really does amount to human common sense and wisdom. All that we've done with NLP is make that common sense and wisdom something you can consciously choose. I hope that you will enjoy choosing to use NLP approaches. Let's start by looking at the importance of taking control of your time. Yes, your time belongs to you, and I know it doesn't usually feel like that. In the world that we live in now, we seem to be under more pressure than ever. And it goes on and on, doesn't it? Everything seems to go so fast and the days disappear before you realise they've hardly started. If you look around you, you will see so many people in a rush all the time, never feeling as if they've managed to do everything that they wanted to do. It's a very hard time to be living and feel in control of your time. At work, most of us have discovered that our jobs seem to have grown. And as your job grows, it seems more and more impossible to fit everything into the hours in a day, which perhaps explains why so many people seem to be working 12-hour days now, despite the fact we are supposed to have a shorter working week. Those problems are added to by the systems that we have for communication nowadays. Once upon a time, if someone wanted to get a message from one side of the country to the other, it would take several days to get that message across because it would travel by mail coach. It meant you had time to think about your response and nobody expected everything to happen all at once. Nowadays, you may be faxed, emailed and telephoned and there may be messages coming from all around the world that you are expected to deal with urgently. They all land on your desk at the same time and everyone nowadays seems to expect an instant response. Oh, for those days of the mail coach. There's a further pressure on us to do with our time and that's what I would call the superman or superwoman syndrome. Somehow the models that we're being given as examples of how we should be are those people who manage a 12-hour day at work, who go to the gym before they arrive at work, who when they go home will perhaps play a game of squash, who will take their family out for the evening. Oh my goodness, how do they do it all in a day? What a strange model to set us. It sounds as if we don't have time to even think we don't have time to be for ourselves rather than for everything else and everybody else. 
it's no wonder that most of us don't feel as if we're in control of our time. And yet, sometimes, time seems to work in a different way. Have you ever had one of those hours that went by in a minute? Or one of those minutes that seemed to last for an hour? It isn't really something quite so objective and rational as we tend to treat it. So maybe we could stretch our time in that way to make it do more. And certainly that's one of the things that we'll look at in this tape.